The following Hello, everybody, and welcome to the subject. commentary for The Kingery, Season 6, Episode 11, The Family You Choose, The Family You Lose. I am the director, Jared Page, and I am joined by the writer of this episode, Renee Christine Jones. Renee, how are you? Oh, doing well. How are you? I am just fine, thank <clears throat> you. Oh, I wonder... I'm like, no, there's just a bunch of static. No, it was actually Tithia uh, opening the, the pod. Opening the pod. Getting hooks out of there, yes. So we, we start out in SOL with uh, Tithia, played, of course, by Catherine Pride, and Hooks, played by Perry Whittle. And uh, Hooks has been taking trips. I need to forget, Tithia. And as we found out, what? In the last episode, I believe, yes, we did, didn't we? That uh, yeah, he was taking trips to uh, fight in the Shiro Kaje matches. Yeah, Glass Joe. Socks recognized him and said, Mm-mm. "Yeah, no more of that." Yeah. <coughs> and so, wonderful episode written by Pete Mylan. Yes. And so, Tithia upset now that Hooks is. I can't get over it. Wanting to forget his life with Debbie rather than appreciate for what he had, the time he had with her. Yeah. Um, as of recently, when I was writing this episode, um, I, I was actually going through something like this. So it was having somebody who was telling me, you know, I, I can't. I, I can't bear to remember this person. I can't, I can't, I can't. And I... That's pretty much what I had said. Mm-hmm. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up. I, I think Tithia said, fuck you, is what she said. Well, that's what I said. But... <laughs> oh, are we trying to keep this commentary PG-rated? No. Damn it. I just... Yeah. Well, we could try. <laughs> it's just, you know, you've got a lot of, uh, you know... Yeah. It's like in the background there'll be a lot of fucking. <laughs> it is the case. It is. So. And <clears throat> and so um Hooks leaves. Oh no, she walks away, leaves him alone. She goes back into the room where she's uh working on her machines trying to bring her dad back here. Yeah. And some pretty uh Oh, we should credit Catherine Pride though before for the great acting she did in that no. scene yeah. with Hooks. Awesome, as always. Yes. She did amazing. Heartbreaking. And This is a pretty heartbreaking scene, too. Yes, it is. Uh, and we have James Rossi as Proc, sort of. You can hear him uh, trying to talk and gurgling and screaming in agony. And Yes. Yeah. And the computer voice? Yeah, the computer voice uh, that comes in here is Michael Liebman. He's played the computer voice before. Yes. he's When, when, he, when we <laughs> had... Uh, it was a first-come, first-served role, and we had the one of the things was computer, and he's like, well, I usually play the computer. And I said, well, then, that's a perfect fit. You're the computer. <laughs> well, then. By all means, play the computer again. Warning. And we see, or we hear from the 
sound there that that latest um, transfer didn't work so well. Deoxyribonucleic yeah. acid sequence is not viable. Consciousness transfer has been aborted. Please verify that the DNA yeah. But um, decided to go with deoxyribonucleic acid. Yeah, it uh, it sounds smarter. Yeah, and computer I a computer would be smarter. Yeah. And uh, so now we are in Hooks' office, mm-hmm. and Hooks is uh, voice typing a journal entry. Journal entry. Yeah. And I had forgotten, but he did do these early on in the series. Yes, he did. And he, he came back to it. Hi, Dad. I know it's been a while since I signed on here and recorded one of these. I should keep up with this more often, but <sighs> okay. See, you're and they're not really going to his dad. It's probably just something that he does. Can even choose you, but nothing prepares you for when right, you Right, I mean, that. yeah. I met a woman, Dad. Oh, <laughs> you would have hated her. Loud and bold. And Although you never know. I guess we maybe we could bring wrong. Hooks's dad into this at some point. Just like Who knows? No, we're writers. We could probably we can do whatever that. we want. You could never get. And yeah. funny. I, I laughed harder than I think I ever had and, in my uh, life. And Perry does a nice job I here. Was with her. <clears throat> You'd never believe how smart she was. She had an incredible business sense. Obviously beautiful. And this talented, is a brilliant. pretty cool thing that you did here, I think, yeah. is uh, as he's I, doing this that we I, I have... Devi's voice come back. Now, tell me about that, because Uh, when directing it, it. well, in the notes for the direction, it says, excuse me, it says, uh, it's not a hallucination or a dream or a ghost. There are things for his memory that he'd said in the past. And so, um, but they, and so they are kind of things that either we have, some of them are lines from the show we've heard, but other ones, uh, could have just, you're just saying, could have come from their conversation at some point. Right. Because they relate to things um, that happen in the show. Like the right. baking grease What I wanted job. to do was harken back to the way, you, got me clean, you know, huh? things that he would have thought oh, of and maybe tried to push aside. Yeah. Um, things that made him laugh, things that made him love her, things like that, that he would try to forget in his forgetting and, you know, him... Vividly remembering what she would have said, just you know, in passing, or you know, something that really made him giggle, things like that. Where did you think I would go? Things that apply, almost as though she's she's there. And you know, I think hopefully the the way it sounded um, with Debbie, and we should welcome back at least for this episode, Shane Nolan. Nice to hear her again as Debbie. Um, but I hope it. But captured what I you were hoping for with damn. her yeah. you know I don't know it did it did and I had to reference your your work and, you know bacon yes I appreciate that <laughs> it was brilliant yes, anytime we can so, let you down again bring back the bacon grease hand job then. anytime we can <laughs> Oh, and, and he throws the pillow. Yes, out. we heard that. We oh. talked over that, but we heard he uh, when he sat down, um, he opened the desk drawer and rummaged through, and then you hear him kind of grabbing a jar, this. a bottle of pills, it's and go I had him right shake it a little bit and pour a few out. 
And then, this yeah, hopefully it made show. sense to people that right. as he decides, you know, he kind of gets the resolve a little bit from that isn't a moment with Debbie in his mind and says he won't let her down and really throws think. the pills away. So I'm holding this right. piece of plastic hellfire. Thought that was Just awesome. I like the twinkly fucking right. lights. Really? And here we are in, in mind, uh, the Sector 88G police precinct vehicle parking facility, which I don't think we've ever been in before. I'm figuring it's just like a big parking this, garage. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a little echoey in there, you can hear. Uh, Tommy, of course, played by Pete Milan, and Major, played by M. Sierra Garcia. Uh, Tommy is... I'm just saying... Majors rigging some explosives in there. Look, they're not all pigs. There's some good men in the force. Yeah. Now, where do we get this notion from? Look, Maddie said. shaka, Maddie said. I miss the dynamic between Tommy and Major, where they bounce off each other like that. You can't. Just what the fuck? Maddie has kind of changed that dynamic some, but you got a a little bit of that here, but I thought uh, M's delivery of that, oh, Maddie said, of course Maddie said, was an outstanding line. With all due respect, boys, back the fuck off. You can trust me not to fuck this up. Major. I got this, boss. (laughs) I got this, boss. You shouldn't be here. <laughs> Go be seen somewheres. Eat something. <laughs> you look like shit. Major, I swear, do not fuck me on this. <laughs> no, nope, She likes her man with more hair. Yep. I like my man with more hair. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> so, uh, Major now uh, finishes her tinkering, and she calls Aldo... Played by Aldo. Richard Casto. You guys done on four through seven? Richard Casto? Richard Casto is Aldo. I love that man. <laughs> he does a great voice here, doesn't he? Yeah. I, I had originally thought of Aldo as more of like a kid, maybe 18. Oh, really? Fucking sick. Yeah, but. Look, you know. I'll be down in a minute. Ah. You two leave the staff out of here. Yeah, he gives him a nice. Uh, I don't know. All right. Like thug for hire voice, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we got our paint and our boards. I just can imagine, yeah. like, kids on skateboards with, you know, paint yeah. trying to get people to come out. And, you know, classics are classics for a reason, oh, babe. That's right. Getting my hands dirty. Majors. Fuck. Kind of enjoying herself here. I miss this. Yeah. Well, she, <laughs> she's out of her element most of the time with the whole diplomat, you know, the, the whole upper management work now. Yeah. And she really is a very, very, very talented thug. Yes. <laughs> so it's nice to get her hands dirty a little bit. Uh, so Speaking now. Speaking of talented geez, thugs. <laughs> yeah. Obviously busy. Man, she looks good. Okay, so where are we? You need to pronounce this lobby for me. Hey, Axel. The Maison d'Anglie. Which means. It means um, the home of the spider. The home of the spider. That's what this hotel is called. Okay. Le maison de And does, I don't think anybody says that in the episode, do they? Uh, Etienne does. Okay. Maybe we should go back, you know? 
Oh yeah, he says welcome. So, okay, yeah. Um, let's give uh, credit to our patrons here. I think um, our patrons. Let's see, I'm not sure. I'm just gonna give you the whole list because there's some that are here and there are some that are the uh, later in the scene. Um, but it's Hannah Jane Condal, Adam Levin, Logan Nance, Patrick Lewis, Anna Rodriguez, Paul Brueggemann, and you hear me in there at some point too. Yeah, yeah, and at the end. And of course, Socks played by me. Yes, the wonderful Renee Christine Jones and Zeph played by Brian Reed. This is embarrassing. Oh, and here's the man as she seems to <laughs> recognize Socks, um, although for reasons that uh, Socks is misconstruing here. The man played by Dave Morgan and his the woman played by Libby Davis. Oh, folks, we know what you're about to say. Yes, this is, Yes, this is, uh... I love Brian's, like... In fact, oh. polyamorous, <laughs> and it's like they're like. I would. Wait, we're not sure. Who you mean. <laughs> We've never been there before. Oh, you two should come by sometime. And Socks has a little fun with him here. <sighs> oh my! We got this great room. I like Brian. It's open up and run <laughs> oh. We got a loop that comes right out of a tap in the wall. We could just hose this shit off after we're done. Yikes! Oh, I guess that was. <laughs> Jesus. I think we'll be going now. Oh, now that's too bad. If the movie in my mind, head, what I'm seeing as I'm listening to it, is just, you know, <laughs> there she is in her short skirt, yeah. made up, and, you know, walking through a five star hotel telling grandparents. Looking at a place. Let's just get checked in. <sighs> and, and poor Zeph just going, oh my god. Yes. Stunning. How do you say hello there, handsome? Oh, French. and Zeph, uh, of course, being the horn donkey he is, is going to hit on the clerk. The woman who yeah. to uh, and well, I like I like the dynamic in that he might sound, you know, oh, less than please, socks, could you please be a little more high class? And then, yeah. you know, just as soon as he finds something that he's he's interested in, he's just as bad. Yes. <laughs> And there is our clerk, played by Chris Morgan. And yes, he did say the name of the hotel. Yeah. And it's rooms available for the next three days. But of course, they are booking a hotel room, and surprised to find out when Sock says her name is polyamorous that they've been expecting her. Yes. Yeah. And Mademoiselle. <laughs> that's the 85 And that's a great line there, by the way, the, the 85 million uh, credit question. Yeah. Because she's got all kinds of names. Polly. Who is she? <laughs> ah, of course. We have been expecting Mademoiselle's arrival. Wait, what? You have? <laughs> what? It's <laughs> Mademoiselle is here. S'il vous plaît. Merci. Would you mind waiting here for a moment? They shall be right down. Who? Security. Yeah, this is gonna end. <laughs> <laughs> Who's coming down? Security. Oh, we're great. Why are you all staring? You all want autographs or blowjobs or something? <laughs> autographs or blowjobs. Or both. They are amazed at how much you look like your mother. Oh, and there we have Mindy Rast Keenan. My As Emily. Ma? We saw. 
Daphne. Emily Bousson. The last name Bousson means bush. What? Does it really? Yep. Yeah. I thought it was hysterical. You came up with that. I did. Actually. I did push it. I didn't. Really, I didn't. I didn't realize that's what it meant. I, u- yep. I used a uh, yeah because I named her. Uh, well, I gave. Let's see. Yeah, I guess I did. I did pick that, but I used like a name generator type thing and typed in French and then found one that I liked. But I didn't realize it was Bush. That's really funny. I thought it was on purpose. I'm like, they're the Bushes. That's so fitting. Yeah. What the hell was that? Okay, so then we have Richards, played by Mike Winters, on the phone in his office talking to the smartass tramp, whoever that is. Dum dum dum. And we hear the uh, bombs go off in the parking garage that Major had been setting up. All I can tell at this point is that parking structure seven and Brannis played by Paul Lavelle. You know damn well who was behind. I actually Brannis has become more of a likable. That's what I was just gonna say. Yeah. In the first season. Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. I really I started to like him. Okay. Yeah. He's the he's I mean, the integrity. At first he was just a pain in the butt. And, yeah. Let me know what else you know, things, you. but now he's what? None of the parking. You just kind of go. You know, he actually it looks like the takes his job seriously. Yes. The rest of security were chasing some kids. Ray. What? She is the only one who could have tipped off Arkell about the structure and where to avoid placing the explosives. We don't know that. Why didn't you see this coming, Brannis? Why were you not on top of this? <laughs> I didn't. And I. How like that we see Brandon start to lose it here. He's like, he's had enough of this witch hunt. Yeah. Well, it's about time, yeah. you know, that he actually stood up to Richard. Yeah. Even though it gets him knocked out. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, it also is kind of a turnaround because Brannis was, in the beginning... Uh, hounding Deb- Debbie. Right. Chasing her around without due process, doing things like that. It was him and, uh... I can't remember his name right now. The other cop. The one that hopped from body to body. Oh, yeah, um... Oh, I can't remember his name either. But the one who ended up, uh... Dr. Mason. Yeah, getting in the gunfight yeah, there. They ended up taking off. Yeah. Poor guy just couldn't handle it. Yes, sir. And there we have the officer played by Kevin Schwab, I believe his name is pronounced. And now we're back in the SOL replication room. And um Warning. The uh, your direction in here was that this should sound like let's see what does it say uh, tech chaos with the with all the thing, alerts going off and things like that. So I think we did achieve that. We have uh, the um, she's trying to. Kind of the creation process on your right, I believe it is, and then if you look more to your left, you've got the cremation phase of it. The fire is burning. Right. 
what I wanted it to sound like is like every time she opens a pod, just gross body parts and goo yeah. fall out, and she just sweeps it immediately in the cremation chamber, which, as you can listen to, is now full. Yes. And she's she's already emotionally upset, and all of this, she just she's failing. She escapes into her office to make this phone call. Also, a little bit of a mystery here, who she's Honestly, talking to. Initially, I had, um, I had kind of a faster-paced music in the background here. And it did make it sound more chaotic, but I also thought that maybe it would drive the listeners crazy because it was it was almost so chaotic that <laughs> yeah, yeah. you had the alarms yes. going off and the squishing bodies okay. and the burning and right. the music. So I made it more of a creepy sounding music. Yeah, it actually sounds like a place where nightmares might happen. <laughs> the way you did it now, so good. congratulations. With the the sound of the bodies and the burning and the 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 constant uh, warnings going off the computer, it, it actually sounds like what it sounded like in my head. So nice, good on you. Woohoo! I got it in your head. That's scary. <laughs> I'm glad you escaped alive. <laughs> Now, originally, I said that the computer voice only did that twice, but yeah. I'm glad that you kept going yeah. on and on and on and on with it. I, and I, I had it only doing it the first a couple times, and then I just thought, it's more chaotic if she's, if it's still just warning her, and she, you know, I don't know. So I'm glad you approved of that. And here we are back in the, oh, well, actually, we're in the hotel, but we're in uh, uh, the penthouse. If you just call me Zeth, it's a deal. Excellent, Zephyr. And uh, Socks and Zeph having this some drinks wonder. with Emily and chatting it up. Where was I again? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as you notice, as you'll place. know, they and the they get drugged here, cross. and so I made sure that sweet, huh? it was clear that both oh, that Socks and Zeph took drinks. I cannot thank you right. enough. You have returned my daughter to me. I am in your debt. Kudos on the casting. The, the way I, I wanted Emily to sound in my head was almost, you could almost see where she could be related to Socks, uh -huh. but then the upbringing is so very different. We, um, yeah, we were really happy with Mindy's performance, and it was great that we got her. We actually had... We were worried about this because we're like, oh no, it's it's going to be casting. Jeffrey and I were talking. Oh no, hopefully people can speak French or or have the accent. And we had, we really had a couple really good ones that came down to. So it was it was a, it was nice to have those, that those choices. And I think. Um, yeah. Mindy is awesome. Well, that and she really needed to sound sincere. Yes. Because she, is, she, she loves her daughter very, very much. But she also has that um, sound to her where she you can tell that she's in charge of things. Yeah. You understand why I had to hide you? No, I don't. But, uh, 
I'm guessing you had your reasons. Of course you do not know. There's a little stumble. Yeah. After Pine Ridge, our family had to disappear. By the time it was safe to come... And Pine Ridge. You were gone. What's the history no there? No one could find you. Pine Ridge? Yeah. yeah. Uh, when People I will have to listen to last season to figure that out. I'm trying to remember what was Pine Ridge. Oh, that was... Is that, uh... Is that what, um... The Amargosa War? Yes, that that's the, the uh... Waste, the desolate wasteland that was the Amargosa. It was called Pine Ridge? I'm so happy you are home again. Uh, Amargosa's uh, stomping wow. grounds. I didn't remember that was the name of it. Pine Ridge. You even saw me, And uh, both you and Brian did great jobs with the laughing lines. That could not have been easy to do. But you did it to yourself, so, you know. I, I, I think I said something like, along the lines of, why didn't I just write... You know, Brian and Renee do sit-ups until they pass out. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we have to get out of here. <laughs> Socks recognizes that what's happening. Yeah. And, uh... Yes, I'm glad you both gave me enough laughing to... make it pretty constant. <laughs> and Zeph immediately, oh, are we dying? Are dying? <laughs> I like making up drugs for the yeah, future. Too late. Sounds like a good one. Allow you to go back to that life? Elite just makes you feel like everything's funny yeah. and you can't stop laughing. You are home. My girl, my Daphne. No, no, no. Je m'appelle no, means my name is. My name is, my name is Socks. No, it's not. So, um, so this is interesting now that, uh, and Zelly's nothing. Emily <laughs> wants to keep her there. Yeah. And not go back to the Arkells. Doesn't want her to go back to the Arkells. You never have to go back to being socks. <laughs> it's funny, but it's also intense because yeah. you know, they're being held prisoner, but... Yeah, with just barely being able to recognize that Zeph said, oh, fuck, sucks, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know this was going to happen. <laughs> After your nap, maybe you'll see reason. And both Ask the last lines reason. there were out of control laughter for both Zeph and Sox. I like the fact that you put it there. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And here we are in the outskirts of 88G, and we have Richards. Looks like he's on some kind of microphone or megaphone and calling the military into action, declaring martial law. 24-hour curfew. Yeah, sounds like a wonderful resort to visit, 24-hour curfew. Law, order, justice. We are not just officers of these ideals. We are a family. And as we are a family, 
We stand together and fight. She is a twisted individual. Yeah. And I added some cheering and stuff in there because I thought it's almost like he's rallying a mob. You know what I mean? It's like a posse. Even though they're, they're the law, they're out of control. Let's go into this forest and shake the trees until the fruits of corruption fall at our feet. And it's kind of like a motivational speech he's doing here. Yeah. That's what I was trying to go for is that. The feeling of rallying the troops yeah. and getting everybody together to, to fight towards this one thing. Because it can't be, you know, the Arkells pissed me off and made me look like an idiot. Let's go fight them. Yeah. Everybody will be like, but you are an idiot. Like they attacked us, so now. Yeah. Using it to rally. Never mind the fact that the cops have been attacking them. Yeah. The whole the time. Details, details. Season 6, episode 11. And here we have Brian Reed giving us the closing credits, which means we're done. This episode, by the way, checks in at just a little bit over 30 minutes, which is one of the longest we've had this season. I know. I was I was rather um, surprised. Yeah, it ended up... Brian Reed as Zepp. It ended up sounding longer than it read initially, I think. Yeah. I thought it was going to be one of the shorter episodes, but it's actually one of the longer. It's the first time I've ever had the penultimate episode. And, you know, it has to lead up to what is always the really exciting episode, which is the end of the season. And I was so worried. Um, Originally, the... um, the, uh, the thing with just Francis with socks was basically um, they meet her mother her mother learns is okay with the fact that she runs a whorehouse but is not okay with the fact that she hangs out with the Arkells <laughs> and well you gotta have your standards right right and it's not just that, but it's like Bridges, everybody John saw Harden her. And yeah. And if she looks so much like her mother, her mother probably would have put two and two together. Right. And so, yeah, it was kind of cool you tied that back that she had seen her. They, they kind of found each other, really. So I just tried to up everything and make everything very intense so yeah and i think we with that final scene was like it came right in my head oh good thank you yeah i think the the final scene there really with the intensity sets up for the finale which will be intense i can promise you that yes um and that will be next month with jeffrey bridges wrote the finale so he and i will be chatting about that next month and uh renee will be back next season correct yes i hope so Guess so. At least I'm writing it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. We haven't gotten that far. We have not. We haven't decided yet. what we're doing next season yet. But, uh, well, we kind of know what we're doing, but we haven't got to the outline part yet for that. So. Right. All right. Well, great episode, Renee, and thanks for joining me on the commentary. And um, Thank you for having me, Jerry. We'll do it again next season and talk to you soon. All right. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye.